USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise with the Money Guys and everybody else who's here today. There's actually four of us in the studio this morning. My name is Ray Lance, and I'm working with USA Wealth Group. With me also is uh, Pete Lance, who's the president of USA Wealth Group, and also attorney Michael Coleman. So good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Thank good. you. Thank you for being here. Good morning. You know, the mission of USA Wealth Group is to help you protect your family and to protect your money. Today we're going to talk about something special because June 14th every single year is what, Pete? Flag Day. Not many people that I know of, at least that I talk to, know that Flag Day is, you know, a celebration of the American flag. And they don't even know that it's a day. We actually have signs that we made up for when we put the flags out on Fonts Corner Road so people are aware. Well, it's amazing how people don't remember what our holidays are and important dates to celebrate and to remember. Flag Day is one of them. We should be proud of our flag. I think most people are. So let's begin by talking about Flag Day. And along the way, we'll talk about some things that you might want to do to think about protecting your own family and protecting your own money. Actually, Pete, why don't you mention the fact about the Celebration of Seniors event? The Celebration of Seniors event is coming up this coming Friday, the 16th, um, it's at Whites of Westport. Uh, I know that the district attorney's office plays a major role in putting that on. It's a free breakfast. I'm not sure when the, the deadline is for of it. Yeah. registration is, but you do need to register for the, for the breakfast. Well, before the next segment, we'll have that information because in order to come, they do want you to register because there is a free breakfast that morning. We'll give you information on how to do that. Yeah, you put me on the spot because I don't have that information in front of me. I just know the date, but I don't know the time or the ballroom that it's in or anything. So, All right, we'll have that information very shortly. Let's talk very quickly about the history of the American flag and why do we celebrate Flag Day at all. So we did talk about the Celebration of Seniors event. It's from 9 to 12, by the way, on Friday, June 16th, but you must register. We'll tell you how to do that, or you can call the office and ask for Peter and at uh, 508 I get to answer everybody's questions. 8858 and say, Peter, I'd like to know, how do I register for Flag Day? And he'll give you the answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, in any event, uh, we want to say thank you also for everyone who came out for our most recent uh, seminar series. We want to remind everybody we'll be doing uh, seminars going forward throughout the summer and the rest of the year. Yeah, we're really going to make that a, a, a very regular thing um, and not just, you know, two or three times a year. Um, I will also tell you that we did kick off our cocktails and conversations uh, last month. We're doing it again this month and hopefully every month going forward. It's going to be this coming Wednesday, the 14th, which is Flag Day from 5.30 to 6.30 technically, although uh, usually it only lasts about 20 or 30 minutes and then some people will hang around and, and have another cocktail or just you know sort of linger and, and have a casual conversation. Fall on the floor. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> You're the only person I know that after two drinks could fall on the floor. Probably right, that's why I don't drink. <laughs> but uh, Cocktails and Conversation is a very laid back, casual affair, there's no, um, slideshow there's no real presentation it's just me or somebody from lance law maybe talking for 10 minutes on a subject matter that relates to something happening nowadays that's important for your family for yourself for your loved ones uh and it's again it's only 10 or 15 minutes and then you get two free cocktails of your choice and some uh some food so today we're talking about flag day and we want to celebrate flag day for june 14th every year uh, you're also going to find the flags on Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth, and there will be 50 of them, right, Pete? There are 50 of them, so I'll get into that in just a second. I just wanted to go back just 20 seconds. Okay. 
cocktails and conversations at Cask and Pig this month. That's important. So just in case if you're listening and you're thinking, gee, I don't want to travel too far, it's right at Cask and Pig. And where is Cask and Pig? Right down the end of Route 6, almost to the Westport line. Okay, so it's in Dartmouth? Yep. You do need to make a reservation because if we uh, overfill, we'll have to get the larger room if it's available. 508-998-8858. So the whole flag project thing, and yes, there are 50 flags. When I initially thought about this, there's three grassy medians uh, along Fonts Corner Road between between Crossroad and Route 6. And... Those three all are different lengths. I borrowed from the town one of those wheels that measures distance, and I measured all three, and I thought, okay, I want to have them all perfectly spaced. And I forgot now exactly how much the spacing is, but when I initially did it, there were going to be 47 flags, and I didn't think anything of it. I was just trying to make sure that they looked nice and were evenly spaced. And one of the guys from my Marine Corps League and a fellow Mason as well, uh, Brian Fernandez, said, you're killing me. He said, 47 flags? You got to add three more and make it 50. And I said, you know what? You're right. I didn't even think about that. So we figured out how to, but it was really challenging in a way to calculate everything and make sure everything was perfectly spaced and to get all 50 in there. So you did something you haven't done for a long time. You solved a math problem. I do that all the time, but it was one of those things where I had like a diagram of the three medians and... (laughs) Okay, good. Well, I don't know about you, Mike, uh, attorney Mike Coleman and you, Pete, but I've always uh, been a proud supporter of this country, and I've always believed in displaying the American flag, and we fly the American flag at our office, don't we, Pete? We do. We need to get a new flagpole because it drives me nuts. It's tough to put the flags up, especially. Not well, to take them down, but to put them up. It's a you can handle pain it. in the butt. I have confidence. You can handle it. Every home I've ever lived at, I've dug a hole, poured some concrete, and put a flagpole up. Now, do you put the pole just in the concrete, or do you put it like a pipe inside of it first? There's a base inside. Okay. Yeah. So you know how to do that? Um, I, I know good. where this is going. Because <laughs> well, I have a brand new flagpole to put up at my house, because one rainy night, I don't know, maybe six months ago, I couldn't see what I was doing well, and I backed my truck right into the flagpole and knocked hmm. it over. Hmm. Pop on the ground. Good thing there wasn't a flag flying. No, there wasn't. Um, not at that time. But in any event, I've been putting up the new flagpole because I figured I needed some help. Well, I have two boys that are going to be 17 and 20 very soon. <laughs> okay, we'll have a flag party and we'll put my new flagpole up. All right. The official declaration of what the American flag would look like was decided on June 14th, 1777. And that's why... We use the date of June 14th to um, celebrate Flag Day. And the declaration at that time, 1777, said that the flag of the United States shall be 13 stripes of alternate red and white with a union of 13 stars of white and of blue field representing the new constellation, the new country. So that goes back a long time. I didn't realize it went back to 1777, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it does. Those original flags are pretty cool. I've got a friend who found one. Uh, I think it was in an estate sale. It was just in a tote. It was one of those things where it was like they didn't even open it. They just said, you're buying this or you're buying that. And you open it up and don't know what it is. And they had an old flag with the 13 stars. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'd love to have seen that. If you ever visit the Museum of Our National Heritage in Lexington, Mass., there's a, a gorgeous, huge flag flying on the wall there in their Museum of uh, National History. So we celebrate June 14th as a federal observance day. Is it actually a federal holiday? No. Okay. Uh, just like um, 9-11. So really quickly, just going back again a few minutes, and I apologize. Uh, the flags on Fonscona Road, they fly during certain recognized national holidays as well as holidays that are not necessarily uh, recognized. Such as what, Memorial Day? So the first time of the year, it goes all the way from um, early December, which we'll get to in a second. We have a whole almost six-month period where they don't fly, and then they fly on Memorial Day, uh, usually for the entire weekend. And then the next day is Flag Day. The next day is the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. The next day is for 9-11. Uh, 
uh, and then it's uh, Veterans Day. Sometimes we'll put them out the day before. We thought about that for the Marine Corps birthday, which is the 10th of November. And then the last day of the year is Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th. Okay, good. And uh, we've worked together on that a little bit, haven't we? We have. It's been certainly a labor of love and um, by a lot of people who have been involved. Donations from local Dartmouth residents for some of the materials, which were a lot more numerous than you could probably imagine. Donations from Home Depot. Donations from USA Wealth Group. And we had a lot of people help to put the bases in the ground as well as to uh, put the flags together, including a local Boy Scout troop and all kinds of people. All right. So let me ask a question for you, Mike. Do you know whether or not any uh, states recognize Flag Day as an official day? I just so happen to have a paper right in front of me that states that. (laughs) Um, Pennsylvania, famous for being where the flag was officially created, does celebrate that as a legal state holiday. So I guess that there's a legend there that Betsy Ross uh, created the original flag. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's just a legend that nobody Really? really knows for sure whether she did it. Is that taught to our kids in school that she did yes probably oh, no it was interesting <laughs> i don't know if it still is it was <laughs> well there were lots of rumors about her anyway but we won't go there but rumor is that the, she sewed the first american flag hmm. so in 1777 the first american flag was created and president wilson in 1916 and president coolidge 1927 those are names you don't hear very often Uh, They issued proclamations asking for June 14th to be a a national holiday, but it wasn't until 1949 that Congress approved the national observance. But it's it's an observance, but it's not a national holiday, right, Pete? It is, yes. And I'm trying to now look up Betsy Ross rumors. I'm trying to figure out like was she no 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 was she the original groupie of the founding fathers or something? (laughs) No, she was the original groupie for George Washington. Was the rumor? Who knows? Um, <laughs> I the, just saw that she the, was a, a struggling widow with three previous husbands, all, you know. Three? Wow. All widowed. And uh, Good thing she kept busy sewing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder if there's rumors out there. Well, we're going to talk more about the American flag and the history of the American flag and etiquette and how to fly the flag and what to do and what not to do because it's an important subject isn't it most people really don't get it or forget it no they don't so stay tuned and we will be right back after a short break you're listening to money wise with the money guys hosted by ray lance and pete lance if you have questions about retirement call today 508-998-8858 that's 508-998-8858 8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have to get serious on the show. Once in a while, there are some funny things that pop up. So did you say that Betsy Russ had three ex-husbands? That's not correct, is it? <laughs> correct. No, she had three husbands who all passed. Okay. Uh-huh. So she was a widow three, three times. Three times over, yes. Okay. It makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yes. And yes, sometimes this show does get off the rails, and <laughs> more often than not, we can regain our composure and continue. Sometimes we actually have to stop and shut things down for a minute. But <laughs> Well, we have to get back to the hard substance of this show, which is celebrating Flag Day. If you ever Abraham- hear that with, we need a quick commercial break, that's what the problem is. We have some internal uh, laughing going on. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to mention, again, the Celebration of Seniors event. It's coming up this coming Friday at Whites of Westport, the 16th uh, of June. You do have to register. Uh, it's from 9 to noon. There's going to be a, a free breakfast along with a ton of different vendors there with lots of free goodies and giveaways and raffles. I'm not sure what qualifies as a senior for the event, but I'm sure if you consider your, yourself a senior, you're welcome to go. To register, you have to contact the district attorney's office. Brian Rose uh, has uh, graciously given out his personal cell phone number, if wow, you wish. that's interesting. It's 508. Do, 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 I'm sorry, do you really want to give out his cell phone over the radio? He did a, when we had him on about a okay. month ago. All right. 508-961-1972. 
uh, or email, which I'm sure he would prefer, <laughs> Brian, B-R-I-A-N dot Rose at mass.gov. Okay. Congratulations, Brian. You're going to get a lot of phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in any event, here's a quotation from Abraham Lincoln. Standing as I do with my... I'm not sure if I can read this. Is it inappropriate? Should, no. Well, why are you handing it to me to read if it's inappropriate? <laughs> this is one of those times I think we might need a commercial break. Uh, th this is not inappropriate, but you, you've got a filthy brain going on right now. Standing as I do with my hand upon this staff and under the folds of the American flag, I ask you to stand by me so long as I stand by it. Abraham Lincoln. And if we can regain some composure, we'll continue with the radio show. <laughs> Why don't you give us a Schwarzenegger quotation? I guess that's from Mike. As long as I live, I will never forget that day 21 years ago when I raised my hand and took the oath of citizenship. Do you know how proud I was? I was so proud that I walked around with an American flag around my shoulders all day long. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's yeah. uh, He's come out with a brand new movie recently, hasn't he? A show, I think. I'm not is it sure. a show? Maybe it's a show, yeah. Fubar on Netflix. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you think about people like that who became American citizens. I think of David Ortiz and how proud he was to become a, a citizen. And you, you don't really understand if you've lived here your whole life, maybe just how special this country is and what it means for people to become a citizen and show your appreciation for the flag, I guess. Well, let's talk about the fact that we talked about the original flag was in 1777. And that original design, by the way, I guess that's when the stars were in a circle, right? Yes. That stayed in, in uh, the same until 1795. And what do the colors stand for, Pete? Do you have any information on that? Because the colors have a specific meaning. Um, da -da -da -da. I, thanks for putting me on the spot. I should know, but I don't. Well, um, the red is for valor, courage, and hardiness. The white is for innocence and purity. And the blue is for the justice and perseverance. And of course, the stars represents the constellations in the night sky, as well as now the 50 states. Right. So I guess that would become a problem if we had more states admitted to the Union, wouldn't it? Where would you put the extra stars? Figure something out. Some new design. I mean, at one point, there were 48 stars on it. There were, you know. So um, let's talk about proper flag etiquette and flag removal. People get this wrong all the time. They don't think about it. They don't know when to stand when the flag goes by or whether to take off their hat. There's all kinds of things. The other thing that I'm th I think most people are aware of is the 13 stripes are for the 13 original colonies. The original colonies, the original states, right. And that's never going to change. But um, a lot of people are aware that the American flag deserves respect, but they don't know the proper rules and codes of conduct for how to display the flag. So there is an official US flag code that lists all the guidelines for how to display the national flag. It was published in 1942 uh, by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Once in a while they will update it, but there is a, an official code telling you how to uh, display the flag. And uh, I haven't heard of this recently, but apparently a lot of the American Legion posts have disposal ceremonies. If you have an older flag that's not serviceable, don't just put it in the trash. That's considered to be not a proper thing to do. But contact your local American Legion and see if they have a procedure for getting rid of the flag and you can bring it to their office. Yeah, you never want to throw a flag in the trash. That's a, a great uh, dishonor. You always want to make sure it's disposed of properly, and there always is a ceremony that's involved. And I mentioned this on the show. I'm not sure if it was the Memorial Day show, but it was sometime in the last month that uh, the Boy Scout troop, I don't have the troop number, but the local Boy Scout troop, probably the same one that helped with the flag project, uh, put a permanent um, uh, collection, box. collection box, thank you, in front of the Dartmouth Town Hall on Slocum Road that you can drop your flags off. I put two in there um, about a month ago. Yeah, I put several in there. Um, it's like a mailbox and it's painted with different colors and it's a place to put the American flag. Not other flags, just the American flag. And they actually, the Boy Scouts, have an official code for flag retirement. And they have a ceremony they perform and they do it with dignity and respect. 
So that's what you should do. Don't just toss your old flag in the trash. Bring it to an American Legion post or bring it to a collection box that's uh, organized by the Boy Scouts. You know, a lot of people have said that they think the flags are supposed to be burned when they're no longer usable, but that's not really considered proper either, is it, Pete? You don't just go out in your backyard and and uh, burn the flag. You're supposed to do it in a ceremony. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so those are some of the ways you can get rid of the flag, and that's what you should do. So let's talk about the origins of Flag Day again. Um, and we've got a lot of material here that talks about this subject. Um, you wouldn't think so, but uh, there is. So the first flag was carried into battle for the first time on September 11, 1777, which is interesting. It was in the Battle of Brandywine. The American flag was first saluted by foreign naval vessels in 1778. And at that point, it was a ship called the Ranger, and it was flying the Stars and Stripes. It was under the command of Captain Paul Jones, and it arrived in a French port, and it was saluted. So, um, the, f- the first flag that ever flew over any foreign territory was in 1778 at Nassau, Bahama, um, and the Americans there had captured a British fort. Well, there are lots of reasons to recognize the flag. Let's talk about what it means when you put the flag up and take the flag down. So I know one of the important rules for flags is you're not supposed to fly a flag at night unless it's illuminated. Correct. And that was a big question I had with the select board and with a poll that I put out there uh, to the residents of Dartmouth because I had a lot of people telling me that they thought that the flags that I have up Uh, for certain holidays that they should be up for more than one day. In other words, for Memorial Day weekend that they should be up for the entire weekend. And I said, well, I'd love to, but they're not all going to be illuminated. I'm not going to get 50, you know, solar lights and put them in the ground when I put the flags up. Uh, The solar lights will be mowed over by the DPW. They'll be stolen by, you know, people wanting solar lights. Um, And I'm just not going to take the time and the expense to do that because it's going to be broken and stolen. And uh, it was agreed upon by the select board and by the majority of the residents, I believe the full majority of the residents, that the lights along Fonts Corner Road, the street lights, the uh, business lights, were enough to you know, consider that uh, to be illumination hmm. and I wouldn't be disrespectful. That. Well, thankfully, the uh, select board in Dartmouth uh, did the right thing by allowing this project in the first place. And none of the flags have been stolen or taken, have they? No, no. Um, Which would be a terrible thing, and, but nobody's done that. A gentleman named Adrian uh, Cronor once said, the American flag represents all of us and all the values we hold sacred. That sounds like uh, Robin Williams' character in Good Morning Vietnam, Adrian Cronauer. Gee, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the name. Good. You think so? morning vietnam well that was robin williams that's what i said robin williams but his his character was adrian cronauer i'm sure that a real person was that a real person yeah probably a different person no it was a real person that he portrayed in that movie oh Oh, well what what he also said adrian cronauer was martin luther king jr didn't just carry a piece of cloth to symbolize his belief in racial equality he carried the american flag nice one of my favorite parts of that movie is the really nasty, uh, it wasn't a gunnery sergeant, I don't know whether he was in the Army, I, I, the Army is slightly different than the Marine Corps, but he's a really nasty guy and he says to Robin Williams' character, says, do you know what three up and three down means? Indicating the stripes on his shoulder. Yep. And Robin Williams says, end of an inning? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I remember that line, but I haven't seen that movie for a very long time. Well, the American flag is something that we all respect, we all hold dear, we all stand at attention. If the flag is going up in the air and you're there, you should stand at attention and watch it until it goes up in the air. You can also salute, right? And how do you salute, Pete? How do I salute? Yeah. Um, I mean, I stand Let's at attention and I put my right hand up to the basically where the cap line would be if, if I'm not wearing a cap. Okay. 
It was George Bush, I believe, in 2008 that made it so um, former military, not just military in uniform, can actually salute an American flag in civvies, civilian attire. Okay. Um, let's say there's a parade going by, because we've had some of that recently. Um, we've had the Memorial Day parades and so forth, and American flags come walking by. Should you salute? Should you I put do. your hand over your heart? Yep. I do it for the regular size flags that are, you know, being carried on a on a pole, uh, not for the little tiny flags that are flying by. We're going to talk more about that right after a short break. So please stay tuned, and we will be right back with flag etiquette. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. And welcome back to Money Wise. This is our third segment today. We are talking about uh, flag day, flag etiquette, flag rules, flag guidelines. Might be a little bit of a snooze fest for some of you, but hopefully you're learning something. And yeah, we've also rules. had some laughs, sometimes um, uncontrollable. So at least that is a little bit entertaining as well. Um, I wanted to mention just a couple of other quick things. Um, our final segment is going to be a little bit shorter than usual because we will be having our business spotlight of the week, which is Revitalize uh, Salon right down the road from us on Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Um, also uh, reminding people that this coming Friday the 16th, there's a free breakfast and um, senior event. It's a celebration of seniors. Let's qualify that. It's a free breakfast for seniors. Not for everybody, just for seniors. Correct. Yeah. Um, to register for that breakfast, you must contact the district attorney's office, specifically Brian Rose. His email address is brian.rose at mass.gov. Cell phone 508-961-1972. We don't see anything about a deadline for registering, so you should still be able to. And then the only other thing is to mention, again, our cocktails and conversation. It's something that everybody loves. It's very laid back. 10 minutes of just standing up there and discussing something regarding your estate plan, maybe, or your portfolio, anything um, that's topical and timely today. Uh, and it's, it has two free uh, complimentary uh, drinks of your choice and uh, some food as well. It's going to be at the Cask and Pig down the end of uh, Route 6 in Dartmouth. And that's okay. uh, this Wednesday, People the 14th. Need to make a reservation for that? On Flag Day. Starts at 5.30. The presentation and everything itself will be over by 6 at the latest. Um, you're welcome to leave at any time after that. Uh, you do need to make a reservation. The office number for that is 508-998-8858. Well, we talked a little bit about the flag code, and if anybody wants more information on how to get that, give a call to the office and we'll give you information. Um, you can just research it to the U.S. flag code and it's updated every once in a while. What's interesting to me, Mike and Pete, is some of the rules they talk about for when to display the American flag. I don't think anybody really pays a lot of attention. For example, it says, the flag should not be displayed on days when the weather is inclement. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. I fly the flag you know, every single day of the year. Mm -hmm. I've actually asked for clarification about that. And basically what they don't want is to have the flag get ripped and torn or obviously even worse, blown off of wherever it's flying. So it's actually fine to leave it out. And, and I've talked to several veterans officers about this mm -hmm. and they've had the same interpretation that as long as the flag is not uh, in imminent danger of being damaged or blown away, it's fine. Yeah, and then periodically, if it starts to get frayed or torn at all, we replace it right away. Because the one thing you'd never want to do is fly a flag that's ripped and tattered and torn. Yeah, and I've learned from you to be a little bit of a pain in the butt. Uh, so I thought when I, um, when you, I, I should just clarify first, have seen a business flying an American flag that is really, you know, tattered and torn, 
you have always made a point to stop into the business and tell them that they shouldn't be flying that flag. And take it down until you get a new one. You haven't had any negativity from those people. They've usually said, oh my gosh, you're right. It's always there and I just never really noticed it and I should absolutely replace it. Thank you. So I've kind of learned to do the same and I don't know, maybe I'm getting to be a fussy old man, but I think probably most people you know, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, but I think as long as you're polite when you tell them, they'll understand. Yeah. Uh, so in any event, um, the custom is usually to fly the flag only from sunrise to sunset. And on flagstaffs in the open, it can be displayed at night if it's illuminated to produce a patriotic effect. So we've got lights on our flag outside the office here, and that's what we do. And the flagpole at my house, it's one of the best things I bought. It's a little topper that has solar panels on top and lights underneath, so it lights up the flag from above down. Well, basically the flag can be displayed on all days, but certainly on holidays, New Year's Day, Martin Luther King's birthday, Washington's birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Memorial Day, Armed Forces Day. And on any of the major holidays, like 4th of July, typically you're gonna see lots of flags out because people are proud of flying the flags and they wanna fly them on those days. The flag should never touch the ground, of course. Uh, Even those little mini ones on the little wooden dowels. Um, There's a house on Slocum Road that puts out a ton of little mini flags, but they're careful to make sure that none of them are touching the ground. And I have a bunch of mini flags. I didn't do it for this Memorial Day, but I, Hope to find the time for the 4th of July. So I I guess as we continue to go through some of these rules, one of the things that I would like to say is that uh, flying the flag is a sign of patriotism. It's a sign of respect. Um, I'll tell you one place a flag should never be flown, and it always drives me nuts when I see it, is on the back of somebody's pickup truck stuck in one of their holes, and it's like they're a big pseudo-patriot flying their flag, and it looks terrible. You should never fly a flag from a moving vehicle like that. That's actually not true. I don't like it when they just stick them in random spots and they look like yahoos, like you say. Um, I used to have a permanent base on the very solid bumper that was attached to the chassis of my Jeep, and I would only drive it around on the same holidays that I'd be flying the flags on Fonts Corner Road. You can display an American flag on a vehicle, um, but it has to be fixed firmly to the chassis of the vehicle. And that's right here in the flag etiquette. Okay, um, so then I'll stand corrected on that. But then the other thing that I would say is probably the best time to do that is on some kind of a patriotic holiday that we're celebrating, like 4th of July or something like correct, that. Correct, not year-round. And, you know, what's funny is most of these are these trucks that, you know, have giant American flags and loud exhaust and they're driving around and i would say honestly 60 70 percent of the time the flag is all tattered and torn yeah, yeah. <laughs> well in any event um the general guidelines for displaying the flag if it's being hung vertically on a wall or a window the union which is the blue section should be facing on the left so if you're looking at a building and the flag is hanging down You want to have the blue section of the flag on the left. One of the things that people may not be aware of, and I've actually had people mention it to me before at times, the uh, uniform I used to wear for the firefighters has an American flag that appears to be flying backwards. And a lot of military, including my Marine Corps uh, uniforms, generally had one flag on the right shoulder that would appear to be flying backwards. That's not the case. Um, the reason for that is because they never want to have the American flag carried into battle backwards. So if it's on a right shoulder or the right side of a vehicle, if you might see somebody with a vehicle with a flag that looks like it's backwards on a vehicle, it's always supposed to be going forward, forward into battle. Okay, that's good. I didn't know that myself, Pete. That's a good fact to know. Um, If you have a flag that's being used to cover a casket, the union, this blue section is called the union, should always be at the head and over the left shoulder of the body that's in the casket. Yeah, and I'm not reading the thing that I just talked about uh, with this, you know, what seems to be a backwards flag. I'm remembering now that it's not necessarily always forward into battle as much as they don't want to ever see it as retreating. Okay, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when my uh, father passed away in his funeral, 
Um, they had a flag-covered casket. He was a veteran. He was 20 years in the Marine Corps. And then at the grave, they have a ceremony when, um, if it's a military veteran, they will carefully fold the flag up. That flag is now on display in our office. So when you go through the front door in our office, you'll see this triangular box, and inside the flag is folded up there. I'm very proud to have that in our office. Lucky to have it, too, because you probably never thought you would see that again, and all of a sudden it just appeared. Nope. Um, anyway, um, when you're putting the flag up, it doesn't go up slowly. It goes up uh, briskly, but when it comes down, it comes down slowly, sort of ceremonial uh, in fashion. Um, so here's your rules for displaying a flag on a vehicle. should not be displayed on a float unless it's on a flagstaff. And it shouldn't be draped over the hood or the top or the sides or the back of a vehicle. And here's your thing that you just said. When the flag is displayed in a vehicle, the staff should be fixed firmly to the chassis. Most of the time when you see them on pickup trucks, they're not. Yeah. Um, and, you know, technically the American flag isn't supposed to be part of a clothing, um, you know, part of a pair of shorts or socks or whatever else, but it's it's really something that you see kind of everywhere now and I don't really necessarily myself see it as something that's a big negative or something that you're not honoring the flag I I don't have a huge problem with it depending on how it's displayed but you're not technically supposed to have you know American flag socks and American flag you know shorts and all kinds of other things that you see all over the place now and the flag should never touch anything beneath it such as the ground or the floor or merchandise it should never be displayed upside down unless it's a signal of dire distress. So I had somebody that worked for me uh, quite a while ago, and I asked him to put the flag up one morning. And he purposely put it up upside down. Mm. Um, and I came into the office and I saw that, and I went absolutely berserk. And he did it because he thought it was funny. Mm. Uh, it's meant to be a sign of absolute distress and only used in that circumstance. And I screamed at him. I told him I was really uh, insulted that he would even think about doing something like that because he thought it was funny. It's not funny. You have to treat the flag with respect, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, if the flag is being shown along with other flags, generally, as a general rule, it should be a little higher than the other flags. Now, we fly two flags at the office, don't we? We do. Um, and yes, the American flag should always be higher than any other On flag. Top. Right. And what's the other flag? The Marine Corps flag. Okay, so we always fly the American flag on top and the Marine Corps flag right beneath it. We'll talk about some further flag etiquette, uh, especially um, flying the flag at half-staff. Right. And our flagpole uh, can't necessarily be flown at half-staff the way that it's set up. So what we do is we remove the Marine Corps flag and put the American flag in its place so it's slightly lower than where it would normally be on the pole. Right. Well, we're going to take another short break. Actually, our last break. We'll be back in just a short while. Please stay tuned with us. We're going to talk a little bit more about flag etiquette, things to do, and also some things not to do. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our discussion and our celebration of Flag Day, which is June 14th. Attorney Mike Coleman is here, Peter Lance is here, and myself, Ray Lance, are here with you today. We're talking about flag etiquette and displaying flags and so forth, and we've always believed in showing the flag at the office, haven't we, Mike? We do. We have flags in the conference room. We also bring them along with us to our seminars. Yep. So we bring the flag and the U.S. flag, the Marine Corps flag, to every seminar. We display them next to our display there as well. Because it's important. We mm -hmm. believe in it. We think it's important to be proud of the flag. A woman named Virginia Fox once said, 
The American flag is the most recognized symbol of freedom and democracy in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and it is. I would agree with that. It truly is. So be proud of the flag, ladies and gentlemen. Be proud that you live in this country and be proud that you can do something to help support your country by flying the flag. I've said for every 4th of July for the past, I don't know, 10 years at least, that uh, America is still the greatest country in the world, just has a lot of issues it needs to sort out. (laughs) Well, and we air it on public and on the internet and talk about politics and yeah, there's always issues. Maybe it's a healthy thing. Sometimes it gets frustrating, but maybe it's a healthy thing, isn't it? So uh, there's some ways not to display the American flag. Let's talk about that for a little bit, because I think sometimes people are confused. Uh, It's this one here. It has a picture of a flag. Of course, a lot of our stuff today has pictures of flags in them. So the flag should not ever be dipped. If you're holding a flag, you don't dip it to any person or thing including even government officials. The flag always stands in one position if somebody is holding it or carrying it in a parade, for example. Mm -hmm. This is under the uh, flag etiquette rules and guidelines section that we're talking about. We probably have about 15, 20 different publications in front of us in terms of getting prepared for the show. When you Uh, say dip, do you mean if it's on a pole, you don't sort of... put it down and then back up again to salute somebody okay but they do dip it in certain ceremonies i know and i was never a flag bearer uh in my marine corps days but uh i do know that i believe it's when they're doing the national anthem that they lower it slightly and then raise it i don't know I, i know that they do something with the dipping of the flag well, I can tell you if there's any other flags out there, like a state flag, those flags will always be dipped during those ceremonies, but the American flag will not be. Hmm. So I would say no. Uh, it should never be displayed with the union, that's the stars, the blue section, uh, down, uh, upside down, basically. We talked about that. That's a signal of dire distress. And should never touch the ground. Obviously, if it happens by accident, you just correct it, but don't ever put it on the ground and should never be fastened in a way that it can be easily torn or soiled or damaged. Should never be used as a covering for a ceiling. Should never have anything placed on top of it. You wouldn't use it as a tablecloth, for example, ever. You know, you, you have to respect the flag. So again, there's uh, rules of flag etiquette, and we don't have to go into that any further. We can tell you how to get that if you would like to get a copy at some point. I see one here that says a flag should never be um, used for any advertising purpose, like putting on uh, paper napkins or boxes, but I see that all the time. Oh, yeah, we do see it <laughs> all the time. July 4th, and, you know, you have napkins and things with the flag on it. Cereal boxes and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now, the rules are not always, always followed the way they should be. Mm-hmm. So what's the first flag on the moon? Anybody know? The Apollo astronauts? I don't know. I'm asking... Which country's flag, or which which flag, if any, was the first on the moon? The American flag. It was a big space race. Okay. So I, I think NASA originally wanted to put a United Nations flag at the time of the first landing. I'm not sure why that didn't um, um, happen, except that all the senior executives at NASA were surveyed and so forth, and the overwhelming consensus was... They all wanted to plant an American flag on the moon. You know, to demonstrate their pride, it was an American mission. I was going to say, it was an American mission. It was a space race, so I'm I'm surprised it was even a a discussion. Well, um, so that's there now. And I guess apparently ever since then, every time there's been another Apollo mission that landed on the moon, more flags were put as well, more American flags. So that's kind of cool, isn't it? Well... 50 years since the last Apollo astronauts went to the moon, NASA is actually going to be going back. It's uh, going to happen in 2025 or sometime thereafter. It's going to be a part of the Artemis III project. Hmm. Well, um, if you have questions about the flag, if you'd like to receive any of the materials that we have or some of the other material that might be helpful to you in your planning, uh, give us a call at 508-998-8858. That would be for Peter and for me. Or if you want to reach attorney Mike Coleman, you can call him at 508-998-8800. I think we see more and more people 
uh, lately that are interested in flying the flag. Don't you think so? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I would say there's more interest in people flying the American flag. Mm. Not since you know 9/11 have I seen more people flying it. Mm. Um, obviously 9/11, it was such a tough time, but at the same time, such a proud American time. I remember I would go on join my uh, Marine Corps company uh, up in New Hampshire and. Everybody was flying the American flag on the way up, and uh, usually I would get into my camis beforehand because I didn't generally have time to get into them when I got up there, and all kinds of honks and beeps. And um, but what's, what's the most famous, well-known uh, national, international symbol of the United States Marine Corps? The bulldog. <laughs> no, flying the flag at Mount Suribachi on Iwo Jima. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. I don't know why I didn't think about that right that away. Statues in Washington. There's a scale model statue that flies in Fall River. and Most um, people probably don't know that is actually true what happened uh, with the Marines. And they conquered that mountain, that hill that was really difficult. And there was an Associated Press photographer who took that photo, but only after he took the original photo, which was a much smaller flag on a much smaller pole. Hmm. And so there is the original photo out there on a much smaller scale, but then they recreated it with hmm. a much larger pole and a much larger flag. I don't remember at the time, but I think the president at the time said uh, that one photograph uh, will guarantee the existence of the Marine Corps for the next 100 years. Yeah, and I have it in my office, and Very we have it here in our office. Patriotic. <laughs> Well, we'd like to uh, thank everyone for listening today to MoneyWise Radio. We hope you've learned something today about flags and flag etiquette. Let the professionals at Lance Law Inc. or USA Wealth Group help you protect your family and your money. Um, do something to put your flags out for Flag Day. And until next Sunday morning, have a very safe week. And we will see you next week on the radio. Wanted to mention that the Veterans uh, Service Office in Dartmouth is located inside the Dartmouth Council on Aging. They are offering flags across Dartmouth, which are free flags that you can grab. The office is located on Dartmouth Street. And now to our business spotlight of the week. Would like to welcome two lovely ladies from Revitalize Rx right down here on Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. First is Chief Operating Officer and Co-Owner Monique Lopes. And second is registered nurse and co-owner Ashley Hathaway. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Revitalize Rx in Dartmouth is an infusion and med spa where you can come to get all your self-care needs. And also, we always offer 20% off your first IV infusion or injection. So, Monique, when and why did you start the business? So about a year ago, Ashley approached me um, regarding these IV infusions um, and injections that was up and coming and it was really helping people hydrate and to get a lot of benefits out of this. So with my business background and her nursing skills, we kind of collaborated on this and opened up this, hoping to bring a different type of treatment to the area that wasn't quite big yet. That's great, and I know it's pretty popular. I know my wife has been there quite a few times already. Ashley, what is the mission or purpose that you want to achieve with your work? So basically, along with aesthetics that we also offer at Revitalize and the IV infusions and injections, we're just trying to make people feel good from the inside and out. And Monique, where do you see the business in the next couple of years? Well, hopefully everybody knows our name and we're nice and big and making everybody feel good. But we would love to expand, bring on new treatments, keeping up with the new trends, staying up to date with it all. And I know, again, I just said my wife has been there a few times and she loves the hydrofacial yes, and so some good. type of like vitamin shot or something. I don't know, but she tells me about it and how much she loves it. And now yes, the injections are very popular. B12, glutathione. It's keeping everybody nice. She says she feels very energetic and that her appetite has gone down and she's not anyone to blow smoke up, you know, your butt or anybody else's. <laughs> Ashley, what does your dream company look like? So really, our company as a woman-owned business is, you know, just um, bringing on women or any employees that are just working well together. Um, we're all working hard to collaborate and keep the community, you know, looking and feeling their best. And Monique, uh, is there anything that you want to say directly to the local community? Yeah, so I suggest everyone or want everyone to come in, feel, you know, just check us out. Even if you don't get a service, just come in, check out the place, ask your questions. We just want everyone to leave there and feel good and feel like heard. So we chat with people, we talk to people. It's not just come in and 
you know, like you get something and you spend a lot of money and you leave. We want to get to know you and make how you want to feel when you leave. That's hopefully what you get. Healthcare and people just wanting to look and feel younger and look and feel better <laughs> is a huge thing right now. So that's great. Uh, Ashley, do you have any offers or specials or anything coming up over the summer that you might want to speak about? Yes. Yeah, so I would just say definitely keep an eye out um, on our Instagram and also our website. So our Instagram is revitalized underscore rx underscore dartmouth and then our website is revitalizerx.net um we are going to have some summer specials that'll be effective from june july and august so just keep an eye out for those okay great and then uh, monique the last question is uh something that's pretty important where are you located and what's the phone number that people can reach you at also so we are located at 154 fonts corner road which is the kaidoza Lika plaza so we're right on the side of interstate battery so it's really simple right off the highway and our phone number is 774-328-9251. Well, I wish you both great success, and I think that you're off to a really good start. Thank you for coming in and being this week's Business Spotlight. Best thank of luck. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management LLC, USA Wealth Group Incorporated, and Revitalize RX are not affiliated companies, and there is no obligation to use their services. This radio show is a paid placement.